Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the adventures of Ryan Wilder and the CW's hit show, Batwoman. I am Palmer, who clearly knows the difference between the hang-up and record button, <laughs> and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? I'm good, because I obviously know the difference between the red hang-up button and the non-red button that says start recording under the more section on Skype. <laughs> so that's why we're on take two then? <laughs> I mean, technically it's take one because the first one didn't start recording. Okay, I'll give because, you that. <laughs> because the Skype call mysteriously hung up for some reason. Uh-huh. So how are we doing? We're doing good. Happy to be back podcasting. Yes, it was a long long week break Wait, yeah it was, was, only, was it there was an episode last week i don't remember no it was only a week break but it was okay. a long week okay i've been working non-stop so i actually did forget if if there was an actual episode last week no there wasn't okay good good i still have some sanity not much but some yeah well all right. This week we are here to talk about the current episode of Batwoman from this week, episode seven, where lots of stuff happened. And uh, at the end, we'll actually discuss the coming attraction because I I want to get your take on it. So, I haven't seen it, so you're going to have to link it to me because my DVR cut off before I could see it. Well, you don't really need to see it. I'm pretty much just going to explain why we're going to talk about it, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, sounds good to me. All right, but before we do that, we have to get through this episode with lots of flashbacks, lots of drug hallucinations. This was such a and not, episode. And not so much in the in the actual real world. Yeah, this was such a trippy episode, and usually when I say that, that's not a good thing, but I was still... I mean, I, I really enjoyed this episode, but yeah, I can... There's some parts that I think... Oh. Oh, I can tell you the parts that completely lifted me out of this episode when we get to it. Okay. It's becoming more and more apparent with every passing week that certain characters are not as necessary as they once were. Yeah. We're looking at you, Mr. Sophie. <laughs> All right. So we start off this episode in the Batcave with Ryan screaming in pain. Oh, poor thing. Luke and Mary attending to her. And her wound um, looks awful. Look, and yeah. apparently smells, apparently, according yep. to Luke. Yeah, because Luke is super helpful as a nurse, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, it looks horrible, and it smells, and, like, really, Luke? Come on. Like, you've been doing good this season. I haven't had to really... I haven't really had to point out your stupidity. Like, you've grown as a character and as a human, and now you're back to you're back to dumb Luke. Uh, yeah, this was not Luke's finest showing. Yeah, so Mary, um, 
wants to remind Ryan that she deleted half of her stuff on the DVR to make room for Ryan's shows because and, she was about to pour alcohol into the open wound. Yep, she's about, basically, this is about to hurt. Like, yeah. hell, remember that you like me because yep. this is going to suck really, really badly. So she uh, puts some alcohol on it, and all it really does is makes it look like the kryptonite travels up to Ryan's brain, which, you know, probably not good. No, I literally said, oh, crap, this is not going to go well, because I was picturing, remember like when... Like she would just be magically healed? No, 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 God, no. I was picturing more along the lines of, you remember in, like, season one of Supergirl, when she had the, what was it, the red krypt- the red kryptonite, and it made her, like, evil? Yes. That was kind of what I was picturing was going to happen to her. Oh, yeah, because, like, her eyes glowed green for a second. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yep, I was like, ooh, kryptonite, bat- <laughs> kryptonite Batwoman. But no, she just starts, she just starts having, well, she doesn't really have hallucinations as much she, as she's having drug-induced fever dreams. Yeah. So she uh, kind of goes into her mind once the uh, once the kryptonite reaches her brain. And she sees herself killing Alice by stabbing her multiple times against a wall in a scene that we'll come back to because it'll end up being it'll end up being uh, further on down the road. But that is uh, how this episode starts off. So it starts off uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. And we uh, switch from there over to Alice and Tati. It's not Tatiana. Okay, I'm going to have to look this up on IMDb because I don't know. Like, I didn't even know what this chick's name was. Or I, Tahani? Ohana? <laughs> Keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. So Alice is showing Hit Girl the dead body. <laughs> She's a Hit Girl. Like, <laughs> no, that just made me laugh. So... And Hit Girl is like, oh, you brought me, you, you brought me from this beautiful island paradise to this subway full with rats. And she's like, what? This is where Ocean lives. It is Tatiana. Yay, Tatiana! I was right. For some reason, that just didn't sound right. It sounded too normal, is what it did. And um, so she, uh, so she shows the dead ocean to Tatiana. And as Tatiana is getting back up, she knocks her out. And we quickly go over to the crows, who are talking about the painting that got stolen at the end of the last episode. They've tracked it. They've pretty much figured out uh, who took it, Dr. Ethan Rogers. Um, he was running off-the-grid medical experiments for Hamilton, uh, uh, from Hamilton Dynamics, through a, a kind of shell company. So they're going to look into this. They're going to look into this lead, and that's what Mary and um, Jacob are going to be doing this episode. Sophie and Sophie and Jacob. Who did I say? You said Mary. Again, you're doing the Mary Sophie thing. Fine. (laughs) Sophie and Jacob will do this, and I guess Mary will tend to the wounds of Ryan. Although, if they would have switched, that would have been interesting. I will say, uh, Jacob is the character that I am that I was referring to earlier 
in terms of uh, his usefulness is becoming less and less with every passing episode, because every time we circled back to this, it took me out. I don't know why, but like, like for ice cream. No, like it, like I was so invested and wrapped up in the stuff going on with Alice and the stuff going on with Ryan that whenever we circled back to Jacob and Sophie, it was just like, oh, they were they were the slow point because their whole thing was like Alice's way to Coriana is obvious. Kill Ocean. But Alice wants to find out why why stuff happened to her. So we're finding all this out. Ryan is at death's door, so that's interesting. And then you've got, like, actual detective work going on to try and which, find Oriana. Which normally which is, I'm all for, because, like, my brain loves that kind of stuff. I just... Which is fine, season, yeah. This season, I'm just not feeling Jacob at all. I mean, I've been I've been fine with him this, this season, I think in this episode, it just serves as, like, little respites for how fast the information is coming in other parts of the episode. So, like, you're – so in this episode, you're kind of – it seems like you're kind of ending one storyline in the in the Alice Ocean era. You're starting to kind of – you're going through, like – you're going through the main bit coming out to the end of Ryan's kryptonite storyline, it seems. So you got two storylines kind of racing towards their conclusion, and you still have this other one that kind of provides a little bit of um, a, like a little bit of pause throughout the episode, so it's just not flat 100 percent. Yeah, and it, it, I don't know. Every, every time it circled back to Sophie and Jacob, it was just like, oh, this is yeah. Here. I don't really care, but okay, here we are. So after that small scene at the Crows, we go back to we go back to Tatiana and Alice. She's got Tatiana tied up, and she's like, "All right, you're gonna tell me a story. You're gonna Why? take me down memoryless lane." Yep, yeah, yep. I died laughing. I was like, "I love you so much." Yep. So she's like, "What happened?" And she's like, "Well." We found you, we found you on, so she was like, well, let's start from the beginning. First, there was this island called Coriana, and then there was this leader called Sophia. And Sophia got screwed over in a deal from Mary Hamilton, not Mary Hamilton, Catherine Hamilton. Catherine was supposed to provide Sophia and Coriana with an island defense system, and we don't know what happened, but she never got it. She got screwed over by Catherine, so she was out for revenge on Catherine. Her revenge on Catherine was to steal a boat. Who was on the boat? Because who else hated Catherine? Alice. Alice was on the boat drinking her $10,000 bottles of champagne, just kind of stowing out there. And she apparently took out four of Sophia's men before yeah. they before they subdued her. So this is so it's very clear that Alice is starting to really Beth is starting to really become Alice at this point. And I think that she just sort of honed her craft at becoming Alice while she was on Coriana. But she was definitely on her way to becoming Alice when she got to Coriana. See, I I would not agree with you. I would say that at this point, she is Beth who hates Catherine, much like Alice hated Catherine. But that's like her single nature. Like, she hates Catherine. She wants to kill – she wants to – I don't even know if she wants to kill Catherine. 
Like, she just seems to be content with drinking her $10,000 bottles of champagne and calling it a day. Like, she's not actively trying to find her, it looks like. But it just it, – because it looked like when – like, because even, like I, – I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead. When, when we would see her – being held captive by Sophia and she was tied to the chair. She wasn't scared little Beth. She was giving me Alice vibes in those moments. So it felt like Alice was already in there. Well, well, okay. I, I do see what you're saying, but actually, so in this flashback, we have her first meeting Sophia. She is tied up and, um, and, you know, she's asking Sophia what she's doing there. Sophia is kind of tending to her wound or tending to like cut on her head and Sophia's like you know, Sophia's like, You took out a few of my men, so you know, I wouldn't try and hurt you and Beth trying to figure out why she's there and what Sophia wants with her, she this first thing she tells she pretty much tells Sophia like she had been captive for eleven years. You know, she had been a grown accustomed to small spaces, that's why she was still on the boat. Um, so, like, Beth has already been a fighter for a while. Like, she's been in captivity for 11 years. Right. And we've seen her kill, uh, Mouse's grandmother last season. So I, I think, I think that's like, she's starting to slowly become less Beth and more Alice. And then her time on Coriana has sort of completed the transition, so to speak, I think. Yeah. So Tatiana is telling Alice, you know, because of because of the story of your of your just because of the story of your captivity, Sophia took, you know, a shine to your story. And she felt like she was like, you know, she felt like you two had kind of a similar purpose. And Alice is like, you know, I don't really care about any of this because this has nothing to do with ocean. That's, you know, why? Where does ocean come in? And so, and Tatiana's like, you know, you needed discipline. You were untamed. You were feral. You had, you know, you had the rage, but you didn't have discipline. So Sophia wanted to turn you into a soldier and brought you to Ocean to kind of train you. Which I, I, we knew that part. And then. Yeah. So we got the scene of like Alice do we meeting go Ocean. Through all, like, do we want to go through all of her flashbacks now while we're talking about it and then focus on the rest of the episode chronologically or. Absolutely not, because for some reason I am drawing some blanks on this, so I am I'm having the um, episode play like one segment ahead of us, so gotcha. I can remember. Gotcha. So okay, I can well. remember what's going on. Uh, we go back to the Batcave, and Luke and Mary are talking, and <laughs> Mary's like, you know, Ryan's in bad shape. They need to find the map. They need to find the Coriana so we can get the flower back. She was like, we have to ask them to bring a flower back. And Was this the scene where she sent Luke on an errand for medical supplies? No, that's coming up. This is when this is when they're talking about how uh, they need to find, you know, that um, Sophie and Jacob are looking for the map. And then once they have the map, they're going to go find Kate on Coriana. And Mary's like, well, we need to ask them to bring a flower back. And Luke is like, so you want to ask your dad to bring a flower back for Batwoman, even though he doesn't know you're helping Batwoman? And she's like, look, I haven't figured out the logistics of this plan yet. 
She's like, yeah, I know. There are some logic fails here, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm, we'll, we'll get this. Don't worry, Luke. As they're kind of arguing, Ryan leaves and takes the Batmobile. And where this, we don't know. This was the moment I went, oh, crap. Yeah, like, like, ah, uh, don't exactly know it's going to, can't be that uh, good. We come back from commercial and we're back to Alice and Tatiana talking about Coriana. And she was like, so, so Alice is like, let me get this straight. The first semi-cute guy I come across after spending 11 years in captivity and I get a crush on sends the Island Queen into a tizzy. And Tatiana tells her, well, at the per- at the start, no one noticed it because, you know, you both hated each other. And we cut to we cut to um, Alice and Ocean kind of talking while they're sparring. And Alice is like, you know, this is stupid. Why do I have to learn to fight like this? Haven't you ever heard of a gun? <laughs> I, and can I just say, like, I don't know if we're going to get to see more of Alice and Ocean in, in present day or if Ocean. Which I really gonna... hope not. Well, given you're going to completely disagree with this because I like I love the dynamic between those two and like the fact that they started out hating each other and then grew to love each other. That's like one of my favorite tropes in shows. So I was like, oh, yay. Yeah. You know, and I get I get what you're going with this, but saying here's my thing is like I'm looking at this completely objective as like I just don't like Ocean's character and you're right there's some sort of there's some sort of chemistry between him and and Alice but I put that completely on the fact that Rachel Scarston can have chemistry with like a brick wall like she kills this she kills the characters and her acting in the show so much that you could put her opposite anybody and she'll be able to get the the reaction that they want out of you. Exactly. But you I know. just, I really do hope that we see Ocean more in present because he's not dead. Like, he is very much alive. Right. So I, I just, I want to see. So Ocean is pretty much, Ocean's whole thing in these flashbacks is like, look, you say you hate your, your family for for giving up on you it was 11 years did you really want them going through pain for 11 years thinking you were still alive and and do you really want to kill them because of it like you have this second chance at life you need to be able to live like put your put your feelings for them for what you feel they did to you in the past and you kind of have to move on which you know, this is the this has been her singular thought for eleven years, so that's kind of difficult. Yeah, and it's probably and it's the thought that kept her sane and kept her from dying in captivity. So yeah, it's definitely going to be hard to let go of. Sane is a strong word. Uh, well, okay. It I will say from, it kept I will, her from completely fracturing. Yes, I will say um, as we see Beth on Coriana, she seems at least a lot saner. Than she is as as Alice back in Gotham, and we kind of find out why later on. We jump from that flashback over to Batwoman 
riding around in the Batmobile, naturally having an hallucination. While driving, because that's While driving the Batmobile, which, you know, is totally safe. And she's having a discussion with her dead mother in the passenger seat. Was this when she also then flashed back and she was talking to her mom in the apartment and then, like, it got really gross? Yeah. So (laughs) there's a flashback of her and her mom talking in the apartment. And her mom is kind of, like, not warning her about Angelique, but saying people are going to judge you based on her. Like, she, she's like, look, Angelique has some problems, and I know it won't, like, it won't translate to you, but people are going to judge you based on her. Uh, and then she kind of starts bleeding from the head. And then we got really, really gross. Yeah. From there, we go to Batwoman rappelling down onto a fire escape. Turns out it's Angelique's apartment. Not where I thought her first her first stop was going to be. I uh, so so when um, when Luke and there was a small scene of Luke and Mary kind of tracking her through her GP, through her GPS and them kind of realizing where she was going and the reaction. I was like, all right. There's only a few places to get that reaction. Yeah, because she said her brain's not working, so she's following her heart. I was 50-50 on if she was following her heart to Angelique or she was following her heart and her desire to kill Alice. Which both is true, technically. Uh, I just – true, but I wasn't sure which – where she was heading first. Yeah, so it turns out she stops off at Angelique because she needs to find out where Ocean is. Now, naturally, we assume she's looking for Ocean because – Ocean, flower, flower, map, map, Coriana, Coriana, flower, save, yay. Exactly. But and this was not, like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Angelique did not realize that she was Batwoman in this scene, because that would have been a really ridiculous way to find out. I honestly thought she was going to take off her mask, and then I was going to be like, really? <laughs> I was I Just was waiting for it to... Because of the way the scene plays out, so she... she Gets onto the fire escape. She knocks on the window. Angelique opens and she's like, "Where's Ocean?" Hell? Yeah, she's like, "Um, why are you here?" She wants to know where Ocean is. As they're talking, random woman comes out <laughs> looking for a wine opener in a panda I didn't bathrobe. The, I didn't know what the hell that was. Now, <laughs> now she's like. <laughs> she asked Babe, where's your wine opener? And Angelique and Batwoman at the same time mention, you know, say she doesn't drink. And Angelique's like, stalker much? Like, how do you know my life? And she's like, that's not the point. The point is I want to know where Ocean is. Now, I get why we're supposed to have this little kind of awkward scene with, with um, Panda Girl. Because, you know, obviously Ryan has feelings for Angelique and we're supposed but, to kind of we're, we're supposed to kind of get this sense of like oh Angelique is is cheating on Ryan. She Angelique isn't. also moved on really really fast because they well, were literally just fighting like a week ago. Look, when you when you sell out your significant other to the cops, you tend to get over things fast. Rightly or wrongly, like again, we can discuss whether or not Ryan in, was right to do what she did. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I was just kind of surprised. Because, that she... 
I mean, I look, Angelique is very attractive and she reminds me of she actually kind of reminds me of Michelle Rodriguez at times. Yeah, I can see it. Um, so, like, she can easily find somebody else. So I would imagine, like, I would imagine this person might be someone she's had. She's had a relationship with in the past, you know, so she kind of goes back for comfort to, you know, to to feel better. I don't know. But so we have that girl and then she goes, Panda Girl goes walking off. And again, you know, Batwoman wants to know where Ocean is. And she's like, look, the guy grows mushrooms in a concrete jungle. If you can't find him, you know, you, you shouldn't quit your day job, which she's right. They kind of figure out wh- why she's right a little bit later but she kind of gives them um after threatening with bringing her to the police she gives them uh coventry a name in gotham or around gotham and then she pushes ryan off of the uh that woman woman off the ledge that was brutal oh that landing hurt so bad i felt so bad i was like ow yep yep. she falls right into a car We come back from commercial, and Luke and Mary are picking up her body. Literally. Literally, and putting her in Luke's van. And then they, <laughs> and then as Gotham PD helicopters are overhead, they decide to, to argue stop. over yep. who's going who to, to drive the car. <laughs> yep, who gets to drive the car and who gets to drive the Batmobile. Like, Mary seriously. wins because, of course, she does. But, I mean, this is not the time to argue. No, just rock, paper, scissors and move on with your life, people. Just, I mean, that was just, I was like, okay, that was really crappily timed, but okay, sure. I mean, yeah, but Mary's like, I've never driven your car either. Like, I should drive the Batmobile because that makes sense to me right now. (laughs) So, Mary, long story short, Mary gets to drive the Batmobile, Luke gets to drive the car, as Luke is driving, we see Ryan again going into her mind in a very like Caesar inducing inducing um Oh yeah scene Good Lord. of her like seeing Alice all over the apartment in different masks, asking Alice why you know, what she's doing there, why she did this to them. It's like all this is like Ryan kind of coming to terms with the point of her mother's death. Yeah. Obviously, everyone knows there wasn't one. Like, to find a point in random acts of violence is really going to drive you mad. Like, yeah. Like, and the kryptonite won't help. Back at the, back at the uh, Batcave, we have we have Mary about ready to shoot up Ryan with some drugs that will speed up her system and kind of quiet her brain. And she tells Luke, "We need other stuff." Here's a list of medical supplies because I don't have access to my super secret underground medical facility because dad like, shut it down. And he's like, what, do I look like Postmates? And she's like, no, but you're not no. a doctor either. So unless you want to switch places and put her life in your hands for funsies. Yep. <laughs> do you want to give her the shot? And he's like, no, peace out. But he also told her where he hid the Batmobile keys in Dino. It was the it, for funsies that took me out. It, yeah, it really is. Like, like with everything going around, Mary can still be catty. 
I love her so much for that. We go back to Alice and Tatiana, and and Alice is like, "All right, so I show, so I was on a boat. You guys brought me to an island. I had a slight crush on her metaphorical brother. Still not seeing the point of the lobotomy." <laughs> And here's where Tatiana kind of lays it out that, you know, Sophia was in love with her, which I kind of thought Alice already knew. But apparently this is like breaking news to Alice. I mean, she kind of thought it, but it's one thing when you think something and it's another thing to have it's another thing to have that thing confirmed. I mean, I, I guess so. I just I just feel like the, the facial reaction from Alice on this is a little bit like a little bit much because the way she talks about it to um, Sophie a few episodes ago, it really made me feel like she knew Sophia was in love with her or that Sophia had feelings for her. And then she didn't. Any chance she was playing it up just for her sake. I mean, it could be. So we go back to the Island in which in which Beth is like, you know, you have an army training all the time to fight. You don't have crime. You don't have poverty. This is a Roman Pleasantville, which I really enjoyed the uh, the allusion to the movie Pleasantville. And Sophia's like, let me show you something. She shows her the flower, the desert rose, and she goes into how Coriana was kind of founded. And it was um, a, a group of women who were who were domestic abuse victims from their husbands decided to leave for an island that they once heard of. They brought their children. They kind of started a new society. The men came to kind of reclaim them. And they had a bloody battle in which they fought the men back, but a bunch of them died. Their blood kind of enriched the land this is all legend, by the way. So the blood kind of enriched the land and made this flower bloom. And the only way for this flower to bloom is th- is through blood of women. She has a small pot with some with some of the desert rose there, and she cuts her thumb and pra- places it to the soil to show to show like how the flower blooms. Like as soon as the blood touches the soil, the flowers start to bloom. And then she talks about how it's a magical cure all. And this is why they have an army, because every so often people hear of this mysterious island and this mysterious flower and come looking. Yeah. So back in the back in the present, you know, Tatiana's like, you know, she told you the secret, you know, she loved you. And Alice is like, so you were jealous. And Tatiana says, you know, Tatiana basically says yes. And she, my favorite was, she was like, it was my duty to to tell Sophia when there was a fox in the hen house. And Alice is like, so you think, you I'm, think a I'm a fox? <laughs> I was like, is she flirting with her? <laughs> and then, and then she's like, so you were just jealous. And Tatiana admits to being in love with, <laughs> admits to being in love with Sophia. And Alice is like, aha. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, like we all, everyone knew this. Like this isn't an aha moment, Alice. Let's let's move on to the show. Exactly. We go, we go back to the dynamic duo of Jacob and Sophie, looking for the map. They're 
going into the medical facility that that the doctor was at as they're going through um jacob jacob is talking about mary's super secret underground medical facility and realizing that, that selfie knew about that he didn't know about and so and selfie's like what she tried to play it off but my <laughs> god she's a terrible like, yes. Like the two times, the two times, like we've seen her blatantly unable to lie when Mr. Sophie asked if she was attracted to him <laughs> and here. Literally, like, I don't like I don't. <laughs> Mary was running an underground medical lab. What? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> And Jake, and he knew. He's like, "Oh, you knew." And <laughs> he's like, "Does no one tell me anything?" No, Jacob. I literally thought no Sophie was going to say. I, I thought I literally thought so when Sophie was like, "Mary's helped a lot of people." I literally thought she was going to be like, "Including me." I'd be dead if it weren't for her. Because wasn't there a moment when like when Sophie got hurt and Batwoman dropped her off there? Yeah. Last season. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. I thought so. Yeah, because that's how Sophie finds out about the place. Yeah, and it's so frustrating that Jacob thinks he's doing this for Mary's own good. Well, okay, so we can we can talk about this a little bit. So Jacob is like, look, I shut down the thing because I didn't want her to be like her mother. Now, we all know how Catherine kind of ended up. Like, she cut a lot of corners. She obviously had stuff going on on the side that no one knew about. She she was a little bit more morally gray than than people thought. So Jacob, who kind of had a blind eye to the stuff she was doing at the beginning, feels like if he does the same thing with Mary, the apple won't fall far from the tree. His his logic is somewhat is somewhat. Um, I mean, it's sound logic. Fine. Except yeah. for the fact that he's not turning a blind eye because he's very well aware now of what Mary is doing and can keep an eye on her. And if he sees Mary going out of line, then he steps in and and brings down the hammer. But doing it now preemptively to avoid her becoming like her mother just seems premature to me. Yeah. Especially since everybody knows that this clinic exists. He knows, Sophie knows, Ryan knows, Batwoman knows. And Mary Kate knowing knows. what her mother became, Mary's not going to want to become that. Right. Mary is not going to want to become her mother, and Jacob should know that. And this whole overbearing, protective dad thing that he thinks he's doing, it's just not, it's just not working for me. I mean, he could also be looking at it as, look, he wasn't he wasn't overbearing and protective twice before. And look how that all turned out. Like, no, I mean, I get his motivations. I just it just I get why it makes sense. I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, so as they're going through as they're having this conversation, they're going through the medical facility. They reach a conference room where there's everybody dead, blood all over the walls. Did we know they were dead, or was this the reveal that they were dead to us, too? Because I couldn't remember if we saw them die. No, this is the reveal. Okay. Yeah, because we thought, because that guy was the one who took the map at the end of the last episode. Remember? Yeah. Remember, I was like, oh, is it the same doctor as before? Because they zoomed in on the shoe, and you were like, no. Right, right. I was right. Ha, 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 ha. So, 
And then they so, were they were playing the um they were playing the the lab experiment from the beginning of the last episode. Which and, thank you for not showing the part where the blood starts gushing out of his eyes. Well, they didn't <laughs> they didn't really need to because everybody else was bleeding in that scene. <laughs> because they all had they all had blood bags attached with an IV to them. So someone was using the tainted blood to kill yeah. them all. We come back from we come back from commercial and we're back in the bat cave and Ryan is coming out of her uh coming out of her haze and Mary's like, Luke and I found you outside of Angelique's. Good news, I got to drive the Batmobile. Bad news, someone really needs to label the wipers and the rocket launcher button. <laughs> I missed that line. Oh, my God. That may actually be my favorite line of the episode now. You missed that line? She was like, she was like, bad news. The wipers and the rocket launcher button look very much alike. Someone should label them. And Ryan asks, Ryan asks, oh, Mary, what did you do? And Mary just completely changes the subject. (laughs) So is there like a random rocket in the middle of Gotham City Yes, someone, <laughs> someone's car got blown up because because it was raining out. Is essentially what my take from it is, and I want to see the I want to see the cut scene of Mary trying to drive the Batmobile. Please, yes. So Mary, Mary's like, you know, why were you at Angelique's? And she was like, I was trying to find Ocean to find Alice to kill Alice. Because I'm dying, so bucket list time. Yeah. We go back to the flashbacks of Ocean and and Death, in which we see them talking at night, and Ocean's like, hey, I'm leaving. I'm taking some of the Desert Rose. I'm going to give it blood so it blooms, which he doesn't exactly say how he's going to do, but he knows that it needs blood to bloom. And he's like, I want to take you with me. And here they and Beth is like, you know, I have, you know, I have my own things to do. And he's like, you know, you can't have your, you can't have your life essentially dictated by vengeance. He's like, look, you're going to go after your family and your sister's going to, you know, your sister's going to try and fix you. She's never going to stop trying to fix you, which is true. Which is true because we saw that all last season. Yep. Except for the part where, except for the part where Kate was like, "All right, you're gonna die now. I like this other Beth better." Yeah. So he, so Ocean is like, "Look, you can go off and do that, or you can actually, you know, learn to live and not be a captive to your hatred." And then they start to kiss, which didn't look as passionate as it did the first time around. For one. It looks like he's trying to, like, swallow her face. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that particular kissing method. I've seen it in other shows, and it's just, like, you do not have to eat her whole. Yeah, like, and Tatiana sees this going on. There's a slight, there's a slight expression that Tatiana gives that I also wonder if she is attracted to either Ocean or Beth. Maybe both. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's a very small island. Like, you don't meet that many people. And I think, I mean, because if, I mean, I know she says that she's in love with Sophia, 
But you would think that if Alice was with somebody else, knowing that Sophia was in love with Alice would make Tatiana happy. But she didn't Yeah, but you also happy. wouldn't wanna you also wouldn't want to see her get her heart broken. Right. But if Alice is with somebody else, that means Alice isn't available to be with Sophia, which would mean that Tatiana might have a chance. So right. I the face confused me. And so Tatiana Tatiana's like, so the person who gave you this, the person who offered you a second chance and freedom from your hatred is the same person that Sophia convinced you to stab. And she starts laughing, and Alice is like, um, I found my mom's head in a freezer. If You're you want to shock me, you have to do a lot better than that. <laughs> yep. And Tatiana looked like, oh. <laughs> Tatiana's face was great. She was like, well, damn. Okay, she don't mess around. <laughs> Prior to this, um, we did find out that um, they found the map in the doctor's office, uh, Sophie and Jacob did, and that the map was burned with a note that said, it's best you stop digging. We go back over to the Batcave, and Sophie is texting Mary saying, hey, BT dubs, map is gone. We're screwed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> go us. And... Uh, that leads to a conversation between Mary and Ryan where Ryan's like, look, I'm dying. I know I'm dying. I'm going to go kill Alice before I die because she has to pay for what she did to both of our mothers. Mary is kind of, you know, Mary kind of tries stopping her and Ryan's like, look, if you believe in what we're doing, you can't really stop me. She's like, and I can't wait around here for a miracle flower from two crows to get from an island. And she's asked if they found the map. Mary tells her that the map is gone. So she's like, well, so I'm pretty much dying. So I'm going to go take out Alice. You can either try and stop me or you can move. Mary lets her go, tells her that the keys are in the dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that Mary was, I mean, I wasn't really surprised that Mary was kind of contemplating this. And I really liked, like, the fact that Ryan and Mary can connect on the fact that they both lost their moms because of the same person. Mm-hmm. And it, I kind of didn't realize that it's like, for some reason it just never dawned on me. Like it should have, but it didn't. And then right. when they, when they acknowledged it in the dialogue in the scene, I was like, Oh, that's actually a really good beat. We get back to Tatiana and Alice. Alice is packing up dead ocean or dead fake ocean. <laughs> And she's like, and Tatiana's like, don't you want to know the rest? And she was like, look, you know, I got my mind wiped for liking a guy. Like, I I already knew this. Like, you, I, I could have just read the back of the book. And Tatiana says, well, there was collateral damage. Flashback to Coriana. Tatiana, um, Sophia is yelling at Ocean for trying to steal the flower and for liking Alice. And she tells Tatiana to fetch um began with an Oh, I don't even remember. Ernest? Yeah, I think that sounds right. We'll go no, with that. It definitely wasn't Ernest. <laughs> and it was it was Enigma. And, oh was it what was it? Okay. Was like, it was Enigma, yeah. It was Enigma, like, okay. Yep. Go fetch Enigma. And she's like, Yes, my queen and Sophia pretty much tells them, like, look, you took what was precious to me, so I'm gonna take what's precious to you, each other. We find out Enigma is a hypnotist who screws with people's heads. And Sophia pretty much tells her 
Sophia pretty much tells Beth, like, you're just a broken girl. You know, you have this vengeance. You fell into a book to kind of escape reality. So I'm going to I'm going to essentially turn you into this person. All you're going to have in your life is vengeance. This persona, this persona is going to be fully embraced by you and you're going to view it with fury. You're going to build your own army. You'll become your own queen and you'll carry out the vengeance on your family. So a few weeks ago, we kind of figured out that that from those little flashbacks that we saw, we had made a comment that Beth looked Beth seemed different than what she is now. And I had made the comment of, I, you know, I feel like she left Coriana as Alice. Yeah, that is essentially what ends up happening. Like she comes to Coriana with she wants to get back at Mary Hamilton. Uh, she wants to get back at Catherine Hamilton. She wants to kind of get back at her family, but she doesn't ha- like it's her. Her conscience is stopping her from fully embracing the Alice part of her. Right. And she's able to get talked out of it. Like she's able to be pulled out of it by and ocean. But yeah. and, so, or, and and I don't I don't necessarily think it would just be ocean. Like I think it would have it would have been Kate, too. Had she not I think had she not been hypnotized the way she was, Kate might have been able to get through to her. Or if like she had if she had like similar feelings for Sophia, like she was I she had she had a purpose but she was willing to she was willing to use an excuse to get pulled out of it. Now, here's an interesting question. Do we think we just found a way to potentially redeem Alice and keep her around? Because if, if they can be... if they can find a way to undo the hypnosis, I guess, but I don't I mean, yes. So now we know that there's a back door that you could kind of undo what was done because if they want to if they want to keep alice because i mean but because keeping alice is the villain for like there's only so many times she can realistically go free before it's like oh come on no it's gotham like you get captured in gotham and you're out like the next week like that is gotham is not really big on having secure prisons or asylums I mean, true, but it, it's definitely something that they can pursue down the line. Or, uh, yeah. Know. So we get a scene of Ocean and Alice talking, and Alice kind of going over what happened. And Ocean's like, "Well, I'm out of here. Peace out." And Alice is like, "Don't you want to stay?" And Ocean's like, "No." And I'm like, "Yes, that is the right idea, Ocean. Leave <laughs> and never come back." I, I do hope he comes back. I like nope. them together. Nope, he's I, gone. I, for now, but it might nope, not gone stay that forever. way. He died. It was tragic. <laughs> it was tragic. He was attacked by a bunch of women. You are manifesting this because you hate him. <laughs> I just find no use for the character, honestly. So we go back briefly to the Batcave, and Luke's back with the stuff that Mary sent him out for, and he's like, yo, where's Ryan? And Mary's like, funny story. You're going to laugh. <laughs> we, go back, we go back to um, we go back to uh, Ocean's home where Alice is there. And that woman comes walking in and she's like, do you know who I am? 
And then she takes off her mask because that's how you keep an identity secret. And Alice is just like, I, I still don't know who you are. Like, want to give me a hint? And Ryan then goes into her Inigo Montoya spiel of, you killed my mother. You know, she gave her the date, the time. And she was, and it wasn't even like, and Ryan kind of goes in and out of this willy-nilly at times. It's at times she says Alice killed her mother, and at times she says your gang killed my mother, which is true. Her gang did kill her mother. Alice wasn't even there. But Alice said something like, it wasn't my fault. Well, kind of, yeah. But, I mean, Alice honestly doesn't remember any of this either. Right. So, But my question is, is there more to the story that we don't know? Alice, Alice saying it wasn't my fault is reference to the – is is reference to the hypnosis that we just found out about. Okay, like, yeah, okay. Like Alice's Alice's vengeance was very singular and because of the hypnosis, her her singular vengeance became it doesn't matter like what happens in between. Like I think Beth going after uh Catherine and Jacob would have just been Beth going after Catherine and Jacob. Alice going after Catherine and Jacob is I will burn the whole of Gotham in order to, to the get... ground to get what I needed. Yeah, no, right. that that makes sense. It's just that didn't necessarily click for me in the moment. And so I was with the way she said it. I was like, huh. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's what she means. And I mean, in theory, it is true. Um, but also, like, again, she didn't kill. She didn't kill Ryan's mother. Yes, it was her gang, and if she doesn't have a gang, her mother's probably alive. So, you know, overall, it is it is partly Alice's fault. But, so, she's, I do like when she's like, do you know who I am? She's like, I've met so many people in that outfit, it's impossible to keep track. <laughs> I also love how proud she was that she's the uh, reason or the... Uh origin story behind not one but two batman batwomans as she put it yes and that is that is very true she was quite proud of that fact she's proud of everything well true but i just i thought that was kind of adorable and awesome so they start to have a fight we go to commercial and back from commercial they're still fighting because that's what they do uh they fight 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 ryan ryan kind of starts having hallucinations again she kind of composes herself enough to fight back with alice they go back and forth ryan finally gets the upper hand has alice up against the wall and then decides that she isn't going to kill her doesn't her mom appear to her and make her stop she yeah she has a she has a flash of her mom appearing saying you know this isn't right so she's like i'm just going to take you in Alice kind of knees her and is like, nope, I don't like that idea either. I'm out of here. We go back to the Crow's hideout, and it's uh, Jacob and Sophie. And Sophie is talking to Jacob like, you know, we're going to we're gonna find her. Uh, and Jacob, you know, Jacob goes through a thing about how, like, what Catherine did years ago for him, convincing him that Beth was dead was probably a good thing because of because, because he doesn't the like the constant hope and then losing that hope and right and then he said he's not going to sleep until his family's back together 
we get a short scene of Alice looking very Alice-like. And Tatiana's like, all right, let's go to Coriana. She's like, is this the airport sh- the airport shuttle? <laughs> they We go back to the Batcave, and we have Ryan waking up with Luke just kind of staring at her, which is totally not creepy. And he's like, where's Alice? And she's like, well, hello <laughs> to you, too. Yep. Uh, and he's like, what did you do with Alice? He's like, I... She was like, she got away. I put a tracker in a boot, so now we can track her to Coriana and get the Desert Rose. And save that, Kate. Yep, and that is the scene. Now, and that is the episode. That is the episode. Now, the part we're going to talk about for next week, we see um, in the previews for next week, it looks like it. the majority of it takes place on Coriana, um, and it looks like Batwoman makes it to Coriana. However, the last scene we get in the in the uh, preview, we hear Sophia. We see Sophia walking with Alice, and Sophia says, "Hold on a second. Oh, they don't actually put the oh they don't put the closed captions on. Well, she's like uh, Sophia says, it's time we reunite you with your sister, and we have a scene of." Alice opening a cell door, and that's when it cuts off. So, according to the previews, it looks like we find Kate next week. So, is my... that woman about to do what Black Lightning just did? Because if they are, um, yikes. well, before we get to that point, because I have no idea what's going on in Black Lightning, my question is. Do we get Kate next week? That's my question. I feel oh, like that. No, that's be... my question. No, that's but well, it's it's all connected because I I feel like okay. that woman's about to pull a what black ha- lightning and what black happened lightning in black lightning? Ju- black lightning just recasted what uh one of their main leads without announcing it without telling anybody. Boom! A new Jennifer just appeared at the end of last week. I don't really know the context behind it because I'm like three episodes behind. I just know that the recast happened, so I feel like we might be headed in the direction of hi, new Kate. Okay, so that is kind of my question. But so here's my so let's let's look at the Black Lightning thing. They just randomly recast the character. Apparently, like China said, she wasn't going to be in. Um, a lot of episodes of this season. Then we found out it was the the final season of the show. So we knew she was going to be leaving at some point, or so we thought that they were just going to be writing out the character. Apparently they chose to recast in the show's final season, which is a choice that I don't a hundred percent agree with, but yeah, that, they did it. That's weird. Like in this case, like we know Kate left, like we know right, exactly was left. So the, the, per, there's, been two different camps there's been the camp of kate's dead gone never coming back and then the theory of well they're going to recast kate at some point i've always been in the i've always been in the camp of they're going to recast kate at some point so so have i i always assumed that they would announce who that person would be before she aired now i feel like it's gonna be high that and but here's my question is and you kind of answered it because of the black lightning thing my thing was going to be if you're if they were re, if they recast Kate who is arguably the title character of the show if she comes back because she was before would it that would they have been able to keep it under wraps 
obviously Black Lightning did that, so they can. That and answers my question. Yeah. So, and now the question becomes, you have to choose one or the other. I think next week we're going to get kind of the answer of if Kate is alive or dead. So, your last chance to change your answer, is Kate alive or dead? I think she's alive. Okay. I've always I'm, thought she, I've always I am unsure now. Like I have been so like Kate's coming back. It, they're gonna find her. Listen, it's gonna 20, be a, twenty it's years be a of soap. Twenty years of soap opera viewing has taught me no body, no death. Right, but like when they for some reason like when I saw this preview, I'm totally next week expecting her to open the door and there just be like a dead skeleton there. I mean, like, and then I'll be and then I will kind of be upset like. I like, also feel now like now it seems like I'm so close to getting the part of the show that I knew was coming and that I've been saying was coming to all the people who have been very vocal about them not casting recasting Kate and mm-hmm. like really yeah. the show because I've... of that. But at the same time, like now we're to that point where I'm gonna be like, ha, huh, you know, see, I was I was right, and now I'm kind of second guessing myself. Yeah, no, see, I think, I don't know if we're actually going to get to see Kate speak or if something's going to be medically wrong with Kate and it's going to be like a body double type thing and she's in a coma or in some kind of catatonic state and we're not actually going to see her face. We're just going to see like a figure that looks like her or they're going to pull a black lightning. Yeah, or Sophia has been lying this entire time and she ends up, she ends up like locking the cell door on Alice and now Alice is back in captivity. I don't think so. Like, I mean, it could, but I, I really don't, I really don't think so. So there are, there are three options next week. Kate's there. Kate's dead. Alice is now captive on Coriana. Now the, I hope Kate is there in all honesty, right now, the only reason I hope Kate is there is because this is almost exactly the point in the season I said she would be back. Like, I kind of said, like, middle of the season. Yeah, that we'll was our. Her, we'll, that was we'll, our. Yeah, we'll kind of know what, where she is and what's going on. Because it looks like, right now, it looks like half of the season, the first half of the season, is... Where's Kate? What happened to Kate? Find Kate, dead or alive. And then the second half of the season is going to deal with trying to clean up Snakebite off of the streets of Gotham with Black Mask and the Scarecrow because we know they're coming. Like, we know they cast Black Mask. We know that they cast Scarecrow. Those two are part of this season, and we, you know, we're seven episodes into a 19-episode season, and we haven't gotten them yet. We've gotten the false faces. We haven't gotten those two yet. So... Next week might be like the end of like the flash calls yeah. at chapter one or volume one of the season. And I wonder if because of COVID protocols, they are kind of splitting it. Because if you notice, we haven't really had that many like episode of the week villains. Like everything's kind of been multi episode, which is great. Which, yeah, it's uh, but- great. Like. Like if if they figured this if they figured out this formula from the Flash because I know last year Flash did Volume One Volume Two like pre crisis post crisis they did and they and had two separate villains so if you're doing that you're essentially taking a night we're just gonna say twenty we know it's nineteen episodes this right. year we're gonna but say twenty episodes 10 and 10, just on a yeah. yeah ten and ten 
that doesn't leave you a lot of room to dilly dally. Like that's kind of like a Netflix style formula. Yeah. Even though you're giving us all 20 episodes spread out over the year where episodes where Netflix, if they do that, will be like, here's 10 episodes like did like Sabrina. Here's 10 episodes. And then eight months from now, you're going to get the next 10 episodes. You get two seasons technically a year. Like I would love, I would love for this to be the new norm on shows. Me too, but I also wonder if like COVID and like ha- like the safety pro- protocols are playing into it because you have to quarantine for two weeks before you can even film. So I wonder if that limits the availability to like for like guest stars. So they're trying to like limit. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Also, I'm wondering if they were worried. Like, if they were worried about a possible second shutdown. Yeah. You know, so, all right, let's let's try and do this. So if something happens next year, like it happened this year, we're not like, oh, well, you're not going to find out the end of the season again. Like they were like, let's do let's do a 10 story, you know, a 10 episode story arc. We should be able to film 10 episodes in a reasonable amount of time. I honestly don't know how long it takes them to film an actual episode, but let's see. And it usually they started takes, I think filming about in September, it, right? Yeah, it usually takes, I think, about seven days per episode for right, the actual then, filming of it, but right, I don't know if to And then you got to cut it, maybe do some reshoots. So maybe, yeah. like, say, two, let's say about two-ish weeks, I would think. I think it's about three weeks. I think it's like a week of pre-production, a week of filming, and then a week of post-production. Yeah. So about so about three weeks per episode. So you figure they started in September. You're essentially getting so you're essentially getting done three episodes every say two months. You know it's a little bit it's a little bit less if you do the three week thing. But let's say two and a half weeks per episode. That gives you three episodes in two months. September October you got the first three. November December six and now you're up to now. So yeah like. If they were worried, like, hey, come spring, there might be another surge. You know, we're right at the time where everything shut down last year. Literally. Yeah. Like, it's been one year, like, exactly this week. So, at this point, they would be at that 10-episode break. So, they've they've essentially filmed half of their season so far. And now they're starting to film the second half. So... If they were worried about a COVID break, this would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm very interested to see where where next week's episode is. I'm very nervous because I want to be right. I don't want to be wrong. Uh, Trust me, I've been there. I, 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 I've been in my own little recast war on my own Twitter. So, I, I understand exactly. You, you, you want to be right and you want to hope you're right. And then yeah. hopefully it'll be interesting to find out, like, like now that you said that recasting on Black Lightning, I would really love to know why they just randomly recasted a role <laughs> on Black Lightning. Like, I, I, and they didn't even announce it anything. She just literally appeared at the end of last week's episode. I was watching something else and my Twitter timeline just completely. Like, yeah, I had, in- I. I had heard that there was an issue with Black Lightning episode last week, but I did because I don't watch it, so I didn't know what it actually was. But it seems weird, like if this, like the actor, I mean the actor didn't announce they were leaving the show. They were just like, I'm only in 
some of the episodes. So yeah, that is she said, weird that they did that. And, and then she made that announcement, and then a couple weeks later we found that it was the final season. And so it's the final season of your show when you're going to recast one of the main female leads. Okay, yeah. that's a choice. Did that actress pick up a new job somewhere or? Not that I've seen. All right. Because I was going to say, but so even then, like, if she only had a limited time available, you could have found a way to kind of write her off the show. Especially since the show was ending. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, weird. That is very weird. Very, very weird. In our ever, in our uh, new segment of Batwoman season two ratings, I can tell you that this Sunday's episode uh, in the 18 to 49 demo was up from the previous episode. It was up. It was up 10% to. Oh, I wasn't sure how it was going to do against the Grammys. I mean, apparently everybody boycotts the Grammys now, so I don't I don't know. I saw a thing where, like, the weekend was like, I never want to be. Considered I saw for a Grammy. that he, he didn't want to be considered for a Grammy, and I was just like, well, when, when was the last time you had new music that could actually be considered for a Grammy? But that's not the Apparent, point. Apparently this year, and he was upset that he wasn't nominated. And look, I, I know that uh, I, I don't follow music enough to know, but apparently there is some controversy with the Grammys, like, nominating process. Which yeah, is there's fine. always some issue every year, but like yeah, which is fine because I, you know, being a big movie buff, like I see the Oscars kind of go through this stuff. But saying you don't ever want to be considered for a Grammy because you weren't nominated, to me, is very kind of like petulant. Yeah, but I'm also not shocked. Yeah. So, but that being that, so it was up in the 18 to 49 demo to. Uh, point uh, one one, and it was up in viewers to five, point uh, five five two million, which makes it the makes it the fourth highest viewed episode this year, um, behind the January thirty first episode, and then the season premiere, and then the episode after that. So it is the highest. It is the highest um, ratings one this month. Uh, demo, it's about square in the middle. Right now, it's still it's still like 42% off of last year, which again, I don't really know. I would really like to, like, I don't, I've really only been following the Batwoman numbers, so I'd really like to know, like, the changes, say, between Supergirl, the first year was on um, CW in the second year, like, what the what the uh, slumps are for episodes a year. Yeah, I, I don't even follow ratings that closely, really, to be able to even tell you that. Why not? Because nobody actually uses the the Nielsen rating system much anymore. I do. I use it all the time, as you can see. <laughs> um, so, but that is, let's see, CW overall ratings this year. If it's gone up or down, uh, let's see, Superman and Lois came back. Superman and Lois came out, so it kind of got knocked down one. The Flash came back, so it went down. But it is ahead uh, of Black Lightning, actually. Yeah, that's not shocking. Yeah, it is. So right now it's in eighth overall in the CW. Uh, we always knew Flash was one of the top shows right now. Yeah. And Lois is the top show. So... The shows that it's behind are like 
the ones that you would expect it to be behind, the ones that it's beating you would expect it to beat. So what, Charmed and Dynasty? Um, as far as what? That you would well, expect you, it to lose to or beat? I expect, expect it to beat. Uh, you are correct. Charmed is actually in 16th place on the on the show, on the network dynasty is not listed i it hasn't started up this year right it hasn't started up yet but that, yeah that would be why so when it comes back we'll we'll know um so that's where that is at but it got renewed so it doesn't really matter yeah in the long run. cw uh, renews everything i love them for that like i like when it, i would love to just be able to like talk to network executives and be like talk me through your <laughs> like when you renew something and when you decide to cancel it and especially like the cw it's like, got to be the streaming numbers the netflix numbers definitely is, help i mean which that's is great but a lot all. but like the only way these shows make revenue well most of the way the shows make revenue is through ads now granted netflix pays them to stream stuff and you're right if netflix didn't feel like the stream numbers were worthy enough they wouldn't want to they wouldn't want to carry the show, so they wouldn't want to pay for it. However, I feel like stuff with, like, say, CW is like a package deal. Like, Netflix pays them, say, a blanket amount to stream the, the network's show. Like, they don't just pick and choose. Oh, I think it, I, I think it depends, because I think it's... I don't know, how, like, because it might be it might be not necessarily based on the network that it airs on, but by this like studio that produces it i don't know it's very interesting but i know i know the netflix deal with all the cw shows is definitely part of the re- it's it's the entire reason all american is still on the air and got right. as and even riverdale too yeah um so well, yeah riverdale is is the one in seventh place ahead of batwoman so it okay Riverdale does better in the 18 to 49 demo. Yeah, it especially. It is not is. doing as well in total viewers. I didn't think so. Yeah. Riverdale is an acquired taste. I have a, that acquired taste, but yeah, it's I've, not for I, everyone. I've tried to get into Riverdale, but I just couldn't do it. Um, the first season of Riverdale is great, and then the second season is kind of awesome. And then yeah, about half of the season. And then season, the third season happens. And then stuff. The, and, and then the third yeah, the third season happened, and we went way off the rails, and we haven't really fully been able to come back from that. Yeah, and actually, like looking at looking at the year to year changes for um, CW shows so far, like it's a lot of red. Pandora is down, like forty seven percent. Outpost is down forty two percent. Charmed forty eight percent. Black Lightning, 41%. So, so, yeah, definitely a lot of it has to do with the streaming numbers, which we already knew with CW. And there's always the possibility that there's been, not necessarily rumors, but kind of hopes that CW um, ends their streaming deal with Netflix because now that... Now that HBO Max has been the new home for all of DC stuff, like they got rid of the DC streaming service and folded into HBO, they're hoping that they also get the CW shows over Netflix. Well, they have Batwoman and they have Nancy Drew. So the ones, any, I think any new shows that come out on the CW are going to have to 
Netflix is going, they're not going to get them automatically. They will yeah. have to bid for them and they could wind up on Netflix or they'll just wind up on HBO Max. But the shows that are on Netflix and were part of the original deal, I think are on there. I want to say through 2022 or 2023. Yeah. Which for the most part, like is dwindling. Cause like Supergirl was on there. That's ending. Uh, Black Lightning's ending. Yeah. The only ones they're going to have are Flash and Legends. Flash, Flash, Legends, Dynasty, Charmed. Yeah. And I mean, Dynasty, and Ch- Dynasty, Charmed, and All-American could still could still stay with Netflix. Like, I think HBO would get more of, like, the DC stuff just because yeah. it's DC. Like I, don't, like, I don't think Dynasty, Charmed, I don't know if those are Warner Brothers produced or not. True. Like, if they're Warner Brothers produced, then, yeah, they might go to HBO because it's all one parent company, but... That is it. Uh, So we'll be back next week because that is when the next episode is. Um, And as a update for currently, we're going to be we're going to be recording on Tuesdays um, for at least the next few weeks because work is a lot for me right now. And I'm trying to build in one day off a week, which now for in order for me to do that, like means I have to get a lot of stuff done on Mondays. So by the time I get home, I don't want to make you like record at 10 o'clock at night. I would, but thank you. Yeah. Like I, I know you would, but at the same time, it's like, I try like you watch the episode, like right before we record, I usually watch the episode in the middle of the night on Sunday, like (laughs) because I'm a night owl. And then like, I'll watch it right before we record to, to be able to, because I watch it once to really get everything in a second time so I can explain the scenes. So without being able to watch it a second time, I can't, like, I can't do the show. It'd be like the blind leading the blind. I get you. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like this scene, something Stuff happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Stuff happened. Things so, exist. Um, so we'll be recording Tuesday nights, and so the episode will be up either late Tuesday night, um, you know, usually around 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time or early Wednesday, depending upon where you are in the world and whether or not I can do like the five seconds of editing that I actually do. Because I don't I I don't do a lot. And I know I know there's some issues out there with people that, you know, the the podcast is a little bit more of a raw audio quality to it. But I mean, I we do this for fun, so I can't I can't rightly spend like two hours editing it to sound a lot more professional i wish i could i wish i knew how to do it for one but i I don't even know how to do it (laughs) yeah so we'll be back next week that is all i got how about you i'm pretty good all right pretty much discussed everything yeah so you can reach out to us a number of ways you can email us at batwomantvtalk at gmail.com you can find me on twitter at batwomantvtalk or at Academy Rewind, and where can the people find you? I'm at XO Tony Roney XO on Twitter. All right, that wraps it up for us. They are shining the bat signal out in the sky, so we're uh, going to get out of here. Until next week, good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.